This is Wisdom Wednesday, episode number three. Welcome to The Marriage Show. I'm your host, Jennifer Price, international marriage interventionist and best-selling co-author of Success Breakthroughs. On this show, I provide innovative solutions for marital success by focusing on personal development and relationship transformation. Every week, I'll be talking with thought leaders from around the world and will be providing your weekly dose of wisdom so you can catapult yourselves to marital success and true life fulfillment. I ask you to love one another, encourage and support each other, and live with passion. Are you ready? Here we go. Today, we are talking about expectations and how they affect marriage. Webster defines expectation as the act or state of expecting. It's anticipation. But I prefer Antonio Banderas's definition. Expectation is the mother of all frustration. Agreed, Antonio, agreed. I believe many marriages are unhappy and failing because of unmet expectations. So what are expectations and how do they affect us in marriage? Expectations are based on past experiences and fueled by current thoughts, current emotions, beliefs, and desires. Mix it all together and it's the perfect storm for disappointment, frustration, conflict, and then failure. Expectations come in many forms. We maintain expectations of ourselves and others, and others have expectations of us. You may have high expectations, low expectations, positive, neutral, or negative expectations, large and small expectations. The fascinating thing Unless you are mindful of your every emotion and every thought, you probably don't even notice most of your expectations most of the time. Stop and think about it. You may think you are experiencing creative thoughts and desires. But listen up. Large expectations are familiar to most of us and are the result of the common desires most humans have. No one enters marriage expecting to be lied to, cheated on, abused, or abandoned. From your partner, you expect honesty, commitment, kindness, respect, love, and gentility. And you expect to deliver the same to your spouse. Those types of common expectations are normal and to be expected. (laughs) Like what I did there? (laughs) Having constant, smaller expectations of your spouse during daily life, however, robs yourself of rewarding possibilities and delightful surprises, and it robs your spouse from the freedom to give to you spontaneously. Expectations are future-based, and they assume a specific result. They narrow options, dampen creativity and imagination, and prevent you from recognizing beautiful opportunities that might be right in front of you. This confines you to a marriage of rigidity and monotony 
and you will find yourself impulsively reacting to perceived threats that may or may not even happen. Expectations. A killer of happiness and relationships. They cause you to constantly demand things, both verbally and non-verbally, from your spouse. In this place, nothing your partner does and your spouse, him or herself, will never live up to your demands. Placing expectations on your spouse is unfair and it creates pressure and insecurities in them. They will never be good enough. They will constantly walk on eggshells and you are constantly dissatisfied, unhappy, frustrated, hurt, and feeling alone. Expectations long-term can cause you to be irritable, verbally abusive, make poor judgment calls, and demonstrate poor behaviors and reactions. So ask yourself, are you enslaved by expectations you've conjured up in life? I know I used to be. I'm so happy to be free of that now. I used to have my own definition of what a good marriage looked like, what it meant to be a good person, what financial and business success looks like, what a healthy friendship meant, and so on. I used to try to manage everything, control situations in my life, and now I'm free to allow blessings to flow to me, and I quite like surprises. I encourage you to have a look at the definitions that you've created regarding what a good husband and wife represents, what a good father and mother looks like, what a good marriage is, and then ask yourself, is it really your truth? Do you allow room for human mistakes? Because none of us is perfect, right? Are your definitions based on appearance, control, perfectionism, or fear? Because look, expectations are partly based on these definitions and beliefs that you've created. We're going to get some more on that in just a minute. But first, I want to tell you that when your life is run by expectations, you are living a conditional life and you're not living in the present moment. When imprisoned by your expectations, you foolishly allow life to pass you by. Instead, relax, stop and smell the roses, listen to your children's laughter, pet a dog, hug a human, look people in the eye, you know, enjoy life. Let's look at the causes of having too many expectations. The first is being controlling. Are you a control freak? If so, you may have created expectations based off of your desire to be in control. Is your desire to be in control due to your demand of needing to have things your way? Or is it from a fear of disappointment? A fear of more pain? Is it a concern about your image, your reputation, the way you look to people? Is it a fear of being judged by others? Or is it from perfectionism? Do you consider yourself a perfectionist? If so, all of these reasons could be why you like to be controlling, to control the situations, the people around you, and you and yourself included. 
The next cause for having too many expectations is being concerned about your image, your reputation. Being overly concerned about your image is either an extreme case of insecurity or extreme materialism that needs reining in. Perfectionism doesn't exist. So if you consider yourself a perfectionist, and if this is what's causing too many expectations, please realize that perfectionism does not even exist. So stop calling yourself a perfectionist. You're not paying yourself a compliment when you say this. Really, it's quite embarrassing. Perfectionism stems from extreme low self-esteem. It stems from the fear of other people's judgment of yourself. It can also stem from entitlement, being spoiled. And it also stems from low self-worth. So really, calling yourself a perfectionist is not a compliment. It's a put-down. It's something to be embarrassed by. Do you be hard on yourself because you're a perfectionist? No. Just realize that it's there and make the vow today to stop, to work on it starting right now. The next cause of having too many expectations is fear of disappointment. This also includes fear of future pain. It just represents that you've had trauma and pain in your life. You've gotten to a point where you can't handle anymore. And so out of fear of disappointment and out of fear of pain, you develop expectations on how things should be. But trust me, this really does prevent you from living in the present enjoying the blessings and the surprises that life throws your way. So whatever the reason is for your cause of too many expectations, whether you are a control freak, whether you're concerned about your image, whether you are a perfectionist, or if you just have an extreme fear of disappointment and pain, whatever the reason, there is hope. Now I want to talk about the cure for insidious expectations. First up, You have to embrace surprises. You've got to let go of having to control everything. Take delight in not knowing what's going to happen next. Make the decision to not have expectations anymore. Not the little expectations, the bigger expectations I described earlier, like, you know, expecting respect from people and expecting your partner to be honest and committed. Those are the big expectations. Those aren't the ones I'm talking about. The little bitty, teeny tiny, everyday expectations that you have in all the different situations, those are the things that you need to let go of. Number two, allow events and people to unfold in their truth. What I mean by that is if you're trying to prevent people from doing the things that they want and need to do, If you're trying to prevent events from playing out a certain way and trying to control the outcome, that's you being a control freak. You have to allow events and people to unfold in their truth. Believe me, you really don't want it any other way. Any type of change that you might feel needs to occur in your spouse or another person or an event, those things need to take care of themselves. You don't need to control other people, especially your spouse. The next cure is to know that you are strong, you're creative, you're resourceful, and you are intelligent enough to handle whatever comes your way. So learn to love surprises. 
and know that you really can depend on your strength, your creativity, your resourcefulness, and your intelligence to handle whatever happens in life. Tony Robbins says, trade expectations for appreciation. When you do this, everything in your life will change for the good. When you're filled with gratitude, you cannot be in a position of expecting anything more. So replace your expectations with appreciation. And what that means is when you find yourself expecting something, stop and realize that you need to be grateful for the blessings that you do have in your life. So stop and be grateful that you're alive. Be grateful for your spouse. Be grateful for your children, your career, whatever blessings are in your life. Be grateful for those. Allow yourself to really feel the gratitude and the happiness that those things bring. Having too many expectations is, in my opinion, a call for mindfulness. So this is one way you can work through your expectations is just to become more aware, more mindful. First, you're going to choose to not be defined by your expectations, your beliefs, your definitions that you've conjured up. Then you want to be mindful of your thoughts and your feelings, especially when you're frustrated or hurt with your spouse when they didn't meet your expectation. So be really, really mindful of your thoughts and your feelings. All right. Ask if your expectation is a necessity for a healthy marriage or if it's just a desire. If it's a desire, determine if this desire is healthy or if it's based on one of the unhealthy causes mentioned a minute ago, the causes for expectations, right? If your expectation is coming from an unhealthy or an insecure place, go deeper and ask yourself why you've developed that expectation. Why have you placed that expectation on your spouse? What can you do to create a healthier and better you? And then how you can best approach the future in a healthier, more relaxed way. Humans innately want to make others happy, especially with your spouse. Be clear in your communication with your spouse because no one is a mind reader. If your spouse doesn't get it right immediately, keep trying. Some of us need a little more practice than others. So have patience, have perseverance, and keep trying. Thanks for tuning in to The Marriage Show. I appreciate the time you took to be with me today. If you love this show as much as I love making it, please subscribe, rate, and leave me a five-star review. That will allow us to inspire more people together. And if there's someone in your life that would benefit from any of the subjects we discuss here on the show, please share it with them. Text it to them, screenshot it, or email the link. Let's change lives together. Let's spread the love. Oh, and please find me on social media and tell me what subject you would like me to discuss here on the show. So head over to Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. I really would love your suggestion. And if you want to check the show notes from today's episode, you can find them at www.themarriageshow.com. And you can also listen to all of my other episodes there as well. Until next time, love one another. (laughs) 